around the world, locally, with family and friends. House of Destiny International Ministries presents Senior Pastor Dr. Larry Manley with today's message of a spiritually vibrant connection with God. We hope that you enjoy the viewing. the 21st chapter and the title of this message is the healing of the nations healing of the nations is the word that we'll be speaking about this morning in the book of revelation the 21st chapter Verses 1, John, which represents the grace of God. John here, he sees a vision of a new heaven and a new earth. And he says, because the old heaven and the old earth because it had passed away and there were no more seas, meaning there were no more nations. How many of y'all know that nations cause division? Division. Nation, denomination cause division. I say nations and denominations cause division. Sister Brent. Now, but God says now, I'm going to wipe that away. He says that I'm going to create, and, and by the way, it, took, it takes grace to be able to see this. Because John represents grace. And grace in action in you allows you to see things that others don't. So please allow grace to bless you this morning. Okay? Grace wants to bless all of us this morning. So here John is. John said, I saw a new heaven. In other words, I saw a new spiritual realm. And I saw a new natural course of where this spiritual world was going to be and how it was going to be related with us and how we were going to be related with it. See, behold, the Bible says, I make all things new. New heaven, new earth. You see, the way we look at the spiritual realm and the way we look into the spiritual realm now is the old way. God wants to take us to the new way, the new heaven. You, got, you see, you, you got to go up high in order to reach the new place in God. You can't stay at the same level and reach a greater plateau in God. Did you hear what I said? So, understand, when we come here, we don't come here to stay the same, but we come here to grow. We, in order to see and be a part of the new heaven and the new earth, growth is involved in this. You cannot put new wine in an old wine skin. 
You cannot put new revelations in that old church stuff that you're used to dealing with. You can't do it. You can't bring it in here because, you see, it don't fit. Understand what I'm saying, children? It don't fit. Jesus said you can't put old garment on a new garment. You can't do it. You can't put the old heaven and the, that's the old way you think about God's spirit and the word, and you can't put the old earth, the way you carry this thing and the way we carry this thing. You see, we can't put the new heaven and the new earth in that. See, it's got to, the old got to be done away with to bring in the new. Understand? Has there anybody that's ever tried to take you backwards from going forward? Amen. You better leave them alone. Amen. That's trouble. Amen. You got to go forward. And when you're going forward, it takes true grit, as John Wayne would play. It takes true grit. You know, it takes courage. It takes bravery. Sometimes it even takes death. That's how serious this thing is that we're dealing with, you see. See, everybody want to go to heaven, but don't nobody want to die. <laughs> That's the problem we got. You see what I'm saying? Everybody want to be blessed, but don't nobody want to be the blesser. You understand? Everybody want God to get it in, but they don't want to get it God. See, see, we got some problems. We've got some problems, y'all. John said, I saw a new heaven, and I saw a new earth. And he says that the old things, they had passed away. And all the other things had become new. And verse 2 says, and I, John says that I saw. See, he's still seeing something. See, grace will continue to allow you and me to see something. He says, and I, John, saw the holy city. Well, we know that the city is an encounter. So he's, he has an encounter. Grace will bring us in to an encounter with holiness with God. Do you agree? So John said, I saw the holy city. I had an encounter with this holy thing. It's called the New Jerusalem or the New City of Peace, you see, because Jerusalem is the city of peace. And every time you see city, it represents an encounter with something. So there's a new Jerusalem. There's a new encounter with peace. And in order to handle the new encounter with peace, we got to have a new heaven and a new earth to deal with it, y'all. You got to have a new way of thinking in the spiritual realm and a new way of carrying what you're thinking in the natural world. God being above all, we see here that this new city of peace is coming down from God and then it's coming out of the spiritual realm of God. And look what it is. It's prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. This new peace that God is talking about is what adorns us. It clothes us. It's what, it's what allows us to be in the marriage supper without being thrown out. How did you get in here? You don't have the right clothes on. You're not dressed right. And this ain't got nothing to do with physical attire. I'm talking about spiritual. I'm talking about the peace of God here. Now, this word here talks about in, in John 14, 27, talking about this peace. Now, 
Now, now this word says that this new peace is as a bride that's adorned for her husband. Now, Jesus says in John 14, 27, that peace I leave with who? You. Then he makes a statement, not the peace that the world gives you. So he clarifies this fact that the peace that I'm leaving with you is not the peace that the world will give you. Okay? It's not the same. The word of God says here in John that, uh, or in Philippians 4, 7, this is the peace that God is talking about here in this new uh, 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 Jerusalem. It's the peace that, it's the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding and guards our hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. That's in Philippians 4, 7. You see, the peace that Jesus leaves with us is the peace of God. This peace surpasses all understanding. When all the world is going to hell, you're at peace. When everything around you is crumbling down, you're at peace. When everybody else seems to be failing, you're winning. You're succeeding. Wonder why? Peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. You see, the Bible says in Isaiah 26 verse 2, he that keeps his mind stayed on me, I will keep them in perfect peace. Perfect peace. Perfect peace. That's a mature peace with God. You know, even when things ain't going right, you're still at peace. Because, see, now you're clothed in peace. You don't know nothing else but peace. Look here. Back to Revelation. Now, this peace, before I go here, I want you to understand that this peace, this peace that, 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 that this new Jerusalem, this peace that Jesus has left with us, this peace of God that surpasses all understanding, you've got to understand something here. You've got to understand that it's the blessed state of devout and upright men and women that God gives them after they die. So God blesses us with a thing called eternal peace with him. Before we even, now we're going to get a little deep here today. We're going we're to we're go in and we're going to deal with some things here, you know. But you've got to understand that this peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, this is a very deep subject. It's not a natural subject. It's a spiritual subject. And it's that blessed state. How many of y'all know that when you got saved, that God, God's greatest desire is that he be able to get to place on you that blessed state of peace, that blessedness, that eternal state of peace with him. That's what God wants us to be blessed with. But look at this. We reject God's blessing of peace. We don't want it because we're so caught up in this world that we love this drama. We take the peace and raise hell with it. We find a way to make our homes disrupted. We do. Instead of just going on over in the corner until that old spirit of craziness get off you, what you do? You reap havoc with each other. So we got to stop that. We got to stop that. You got to stop that. We got to stop that. Now, look at this word in Revelation 22.1. Are we there? This word in Revelation 22.1, it talks about, and he showed me, still showing him something, a pure river 
of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. Okay. Now, wait a minute. He says he's showing me this, right? How can a man see such as this? That means that he's got to go into the hill of the Lord in order to see what grace is trying to show him here. See, you can't see the new peace that God has for you if you stay down low. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, you've got to come up here if you want to see the thing that I want to show you. That's what the book says. Now, look here. And he showed me a pure, pure river of water of life. How? Psalms 24, verse 3 through 5. Will you look at it there with me? Psalms 24, verse 3 through 5. It's like, it asks the question, who shall ascend into the Lord or the hill of the Lord? Ask the question. He said, those with a clean hand, got to have a clean hand. You got to have a pure heart. Mm. You can't rise yourself up in your soul with vanity. And you can't tell lies because we speak deceitfully with one another. So we can't tell lies, right? If you want to ascend into the hill of the Lord and see what God has, then there are some things that must take place. Or if we don't get this in check, then our coming to church is going to nullify itself by the way we live. Amen? amen. I said Amen. Clean hands, pure heart. Don't lift up your soul in vanity. And don't speak deceitfully to one another. Because some of us will try to lie to God, too. Some of us will. These are the ones that he's going to show that pure river to. Now, this pure river being shown here is God divine truth in abundance, okay? I'm going to say it again. This river of the water of life is God's divine truth in abundance. Now, what did God say in John 10.10? 10, the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come to give life and to give it to you more what? Abundantly. See, this river is what gives us this life more abundantly. Now, if we don't allow this river to be flowing, then guess what? The divine truth of the word is going to escape us. And if it escapes us, then how can Jesus give us abundant life and give it to us more abundantly? Or how can Jesus give us life and give it to us more abundantly if we don't allow this river to flow in us? I'm just asking. I'm just asking in a hope that you will question yourself about this. Okay? That's all I'm asking for. The word of the Lord says that this thing is as clear as crystal, which means that crystal there means power and energy. So this pure river and the blessings of life, which is eternal life that comes with it, it's a powerful energy that's being displayed in our life because look what's happening it's proceeding where out of the throne of God which is the seat of God and of the lamb so this thing that's coming into us 
and given us this uh, uh, divine truth in abundance, wow, this is a very heavy thing here. Because it says here that it's proceeding, this energy and this power, this crystal, clear as crystal, is proceeding out of the Lamb or out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In other words, it's coming straight from them to you. It's coming straight from, the, from them into us as individuals as well as collectively. Now, let's go and let's deal with some stuff. Hebrew, the 12th chapter. We're going to start at the 14th verse, and then we're going to deal with 23, 22 and 23. Hebrews. Tell me when you get there. Remember we was talking about peace? Y'all remember that? We just talked about it? Okay. Now, what I say this peace was is the peace of God, right? It's also the peace that who leads us? Jesus. John 14, 27. Are y'all getting this? Amen. Remember, don't let, you, don't let your mind go to sleep now. It's peace. The peace of God that Christ leads with us. That's what John saw coming down the new Jerusalem, the new peace. Now, in Hebrews 12, verse 14, look what the word of God says. It says, follow what? With who? Not some men. It says, how many men? So it doesn't matter whether you like them or not. See, that ain't even in the stipulation, right? It says, follow peace with all men. And then it puts on there holiness and holiness, right? Without, without peace and holiness and following all men with peace and holiness, without which no man shall see who? It's very dangerous there, isn't it? That's very dangerous there. So anytime we want to get to acting crazy again with folks, we need to think about that, don't we? I can't, I, it's mighty quiet in here. Has y'all been raising hell this week? <laughs> I suspect so. Let me get on back up here before I get, let me just get on back up in here then. Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay. We'll move on. Anyway, just remember that we must follow peace and holiness. For without which no man shall see the Lord. Understand that these are the words of the Holy Scripture, okay? Understand this, that we need to take heed to what's written here. Because there's no need for us coming up in here if we're going to miss the boat, is it? We might well miss the boat out there, right? I mean, ain't no need in coming here all your life and then miss the boat. Now, I ain't trying to do that. Without peace and holiness, <laughs> you're not going to see the Lord. That's word up. I can't dress that up for you. That's just the way it is. Ain't nothing I can do with that. Or I'm going to be found in judgment of telling a lie to you. Now, some preachers might do that, but I can't do that now. I'm a Bible preacher. I preach it all. Hebrews 12. 
Verse 22. Are you there? Amen. Watch this. But ye are come. Look at here. But ye are come unto what? Wow. Mount Sion is the city of refuge. It is the mountain of truth. Mount Sion. It didn't say we were going. It said, but ye are, what? That means you're already there. Now, wait a minute. Hold up. What are you saying here? So why are we, we run around here talking about waiting? It just, look here. The book says here, but ye are come. That means that you already, something going on here. In the spirit realm, Brenda. It said, but ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the mm, encounter or city of the living God. It didn't say we were going there. It said we are come to it. Hold up. And unto the city, which is the encounter of the living God. That means that we've had an encounter with him. And because we've had an encounter with him, he's taken us up into Mount Zion. The heavenly Jerusalem, that's that spiritual peace of God. That ain't that earthly mess. That's that spiritual peace of God. And to an innumerable company of angels. They said, we, now hold up. This thing's getting deeper and deeper here. Now, 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 first of all, how can we be here and there already? Because the thing called man-child. When you're birthed, when you're saved, there's a birthing that takes place. The man-child goes up top. Did you not know that God is already setting up his congregation in heaven? The book just told you you're already there. How? Through the man-child. Now, Wednesday night, y'all understand more about the man-child. It's the man-child. It's all about the man-child. That's that garment. That's that thing that we're feeding through this word that we birthed, that came out of us, and then we're going to step into it. Now, that sounds crazy to some of y'all, but that's the way it is. When you got saved, you birthed something called a man-child. It went up top, still touched and connected with the silver cord. When the silver cord comes forth, that's what feeds this through us to your thing that you birthed. It's just like a mother that has a baby in its womb. Okay? Now, the Bible says, Ye are come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, in the company of an innumerable amount of angels. That means that we've all, we're already there through that man-child that you birthed. Okay? You're already there. Now, what are you doing while you're there? You're in the company of what? An innumerable amount of angels. Well, what's an angel? An angel is a messenger of God. So, now we're talking about revelation. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because... If we, if an angel is, means messenger of God, and we're in the company of an innumerable amount of them or an innumerable company of angels, that means that it's a whole lot of revelation flowing. Yeah. 
No, no, no. It ain't, it ain't God's fault if you ain't catching it. It, it, it ain't, uh-uh. Because you're there and you're among the messengers. All you got to do is open your ears up and start. That's all you got to do, Pastor. This book says we're already there. In the company of an innumerable. I'm out of angel. But it doesn't stop there. It says that we're to the, talking about where we come to, verse 23, to the, what kind of assembly? General. general. Say we're already there. The general assembly. This thing's already been assembled, brother. Brother. This thing's already been assembled. God already knows who is and who isn't. <laughs> Predestined. He already knows. Not because he would reject anybody, but it's just that he's got this infinite thing called infinite wisdom. He already knows those who's going to reject him, those who's going to fall off the way. He already knows. So if he already knows, he don't need nothing tripping. The doors are open. We don't turn folk away to don't look. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open up and let me in, I'll come in and I'll sup with him. The doors are open now. So let's get real with this now. The Bible says we come to the general assembly. Remember, we don't gather. The Bible didn't tell us to gather. When people talk about they don't gather together, that means they don't know nothing about God. Because God didn't say it was the gathering. God called it the assembly. And the assembly is different from the gathering because, like I told you before, you gather the parts together. Then you put them on the assembly line to be assembled. You buy a product, you gather the parts together so that you can follow the, so that it can be. All right? Difference between gathering and assembly. He didn't say we came to the general gathering. That's what's wrong. <laughs> way hooked up. Amen? That's what the problem is. We ain't linked. You see, the Bible says that God has placed every member in the body as it pleased him. And every joint supplies the other. We get to that. I'm just trying to teach you this morning. Are you learning? And the church of who? Said that we already, we already been there, see? We already there. Which are written where? That word written there means you already enrolled. <sighs> and to God, who is the judge of all, and the spirits of just men. Look at this. Wait a minute. Hold on. Now wait a minute. Now this thing is just, just keep throwing this stuff at us. First of all, it tells us that we have already come to the place. Right there in 22, but ye are coming to Mount Zion, the city of, unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and we in the company of all these angels. Then it goes on to say, to the general assembly, so that means there was some of them there before we got saved, and when we got saved, we got there too. Uh-huh. And the church of the firstborn, see, we're already up in there. Man-child, remember him, very important in your life. That man-child that you birthed, don't you underestimate it. Which are written in heaven and rolled, and to the God, and to God, the judge of all, and look what else he said, and to the spirits of what kind of men? 
made perfect. Didn't he justify us when we got saved? Yeah. We're already there. We see every time somebody, a new person gets saved, see, they come to the same place where we already are. And see, it was somebody there before we got there. I'm trying to help us. I'm, not, I'm teaching you kingdom. I'm teaching you revelation. I'm trying to get you up in there and put a vision in your head about eternal life. I ain't up there playing like them other folk out there with this just low-calorie stuff. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to infuse this thing in you. I'm trying to put something in you called vision because where the people, where there is no vision, the people perish. You better realize what this anointing is I keep trying to tell you. 